welcome to Sacred Silence. This is Sue Jones and I am your host. And I'm so glad everyone is here. Um, if you've ever considered supporting me, there's a red button there that you can press and you can select from 99 cents up to, I don't even know what it is, but um, those that support is very much welcomed. Um, and I thank you for it in advance because this is something I do dedicate some time to. I also would like to invite you to visit Essential Life Essence with a .com after it. That is my webpage, EssentialLifeEssence.com. And I talk about what is essential, what is the essence of our lives. Have you ever wondered about that? Like, who am I and what am I here for? And well, of all the possibilities, what's really important and how come my life doesn't look like that and I'm not very uh, lucky in life. I seem to be very unlucky. Well, we do talk about these things. We talk about who you really are, the potential that you hold within you, and perhaps you are a sleeping beauty and you don't even know it. So if you visit my webpage, it'll give you some heads up on that. I believe in meditation. I believe in prayer. Prayer is more of a petition. And so, of course, I use prayer in a petition way. But meditation is that of seeing something that is. In other words, it's already here. So in meditation, we can visualize and feel and manifest and really and truly begin to experience the answers to our prayers before we see them. How about that? <laughs> so, manifest, manifestation and, and meditation are extremely important to me. And essential oils help with all of that. What do I mean by that? I just mean that essential oils our nature's way it's the lifeblood of a plant and it's nature's way of cleansing that plant and so in a really one sentence answer we have a lot of cortisol flowing through our bodies through our bloodstreams into our cells and cortisol that is uh, uninhibited is fear-producing and fear-based. It completely blocks the flow of happy hormones, oxytocin, serotonin, some of those. And essential oils support our efforts to be at an imbalance at homeostasis. And once we're in balance, biologically, also, spiritually and mentally, when we're in balance, then we begin to have a raised consciousness. We can imagine something bigger and better than what we've ever imagined before. So I use essential oils for that purpose. This is not hype. It is very, very important. Along the way, essential oils help us in our physical body because when your mind changes matter follows 
matter follows. Energy first and then matter. And so the energy of our thoughts, the energy of our heart are producing the very body that we live in and the life that we're living. And when we use essential oils, we're saying yes to a natural product that was actually a plant, not a product. And But we simply live in urban jungles today. We, even if we're in a, a wooded area like I am, I'm still surrounded by a big home and um, all of the amenities. And I am not living in a cave or a tent outdoors. So I'm missing out on many of the benefits of nature. Oh, yes, I am. But I can make that up when I use some of the essential oils. I can literally bring sunshine and vitamin D into my life by using essential oils. So there you go. Um, following will be a quick little ad about sponsorship with Anchor. And let me tell you folks, you don't want to miss out on doing your own podcast. I'll tell you why. If you have a passion like I do, mine's meditation. If you have a passion and you need a voice, that's the way podcasts support us. They give us a voice. And you don't have anyone to look back on and say, it didn't work. You just need to look at yourself and say, what is possible with me? So stay tuned for the podcast advertisement. And then we'll get on with our guided meditation. Welcome back. Well, this is Sue Jones again, and today we're going to do a guided meditation on materialism before mysticism. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, I used to be a little bit afraid to pray or meditate about getting ahead materially. I always felt that it was very selfish and sort of a, a just something I'm doing for myself. I'm not doing it for the well-being of others. I've learned something. That it is very important that in our life we learn to believe and manifest the mundane material thing before we will actually be big enough in our thinking and believing to manifest that mystical thing. So yes, I do believe in doing that. Now, what do I mean by material? I mean materialism. So, for instance, if there's something in your life you've always wanted, you need a new chair in the living room, you need a car, you don't have a way to get around, or you need a better car, um, something material. I, I used to walk down, I'm on a trip right now, I'm coming home from um, Toledo, Ohio, and I'm on the road. And I was listening to some meditations, and they were so good. And I was just blissfully driving along. <laughs> and it, one gal mentioned this, and I thought, oh, how true it is. I, I so identified, and I could really relate to her. So I'm just kind of sharing a little bit of what she said. and But putting it in my words, because this is what I experienced. And that is, I used to walk down, take little walks from my house down to the mailbox. 
and these walks are in the woods and in the summer we have a lot of mosquitoes in the northern part of Michigan we say our mosquitoes eat your birds <laughs> but and they are big and they're voracious they are hungry little boogers that's what they are so I used to walk down and I didn't really understand meditation at the time but I understood something about believing something about taking it to the mat on the impossible things. And so I would walk down for my meal and I would say, mosquitoes, I think you are wonderful. You're part of God's design, but you need to stay in the trees. The trees love you and there's plenty for you in the woods, but you cannot come on me. <laughs> I told it to my Sunday school class and they just really laughed quite a bit about that. But do you know that when I did that, that I really, didn't have mosquitoes landing on me. There were times when my dog would be literally covered. I have a kind of a hairy beast of a dog and and these mosquitoes or flies would just be hovering. And so I would practice on him and I'd say the same thing. And I'd look down and he would be fly mosquito free. And I realized that it didn't always happen. So why did it happen one time and not another? And that's really the crux of all meditation. Why does it happen one time and not another? You see, what you are visualizing must be connected to a feeling. Sometimes when you're believing for something impossible, the feeling is lining up with the impossibility and not in, with the miracle. So today, I want us to see and experience how we can make that feeling line up with the miracle, even for something that is just pure matter, a materialistic goal. So without any further ado, let's begin. First thing I want you to do is I want you to pick out something material that you would like to manifest. All right, maybe it's money. Maybe you need more money. Doesn't everybody need a little more money? Most people? All right, let's just do that. Just for the sake of exercise. How much money do you want to manifest? Got it? All right. Now, make it 10 times that. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. I can hear you. At least double it. Okay? Double that amount. Whatever it is. Okay, I've got my amount. You got yours? Very good. <laughs> Alright, today we're going to just begin to still ourselves, as we always do. We're going to go through, firstly, with breathing. So I want you to take several breaths, starting with a very normal, slow breath, and progressively make them longer and deeper. Put your attention on the breath. This is literally taking your mind that is conscious, putting it on the subconscious part of our brain, the part that does all this breathing for us without our thought. And now as we become the observer of our own breath, we have now begun to enter into that place of the subconscious where we can reorder things a little bit. Okay, so take, uh, put this on pause and take a few good breaths. 
Okay, I hope everyone did that. Now, we're in a nice, quiet place, and our mind is much more quiet and calm. And we are also uh, feeling that we're in a more subconscious place, a more spacious place in our mind, bigger place. And we just see ourselves filled with glorious light, love. You see, we are creatures of light. I don't care what you believe or who you follow, don't hide your light under the bushel. Okay? Let your light shine before men that they can see our good works. What are our good works? We're sharing the love. That's what we're sharing. That's what all the spiritual masters shared. And that is what Jesus shared. He shared love. So see yourself filled with this light of love. Filled, filled, filled. Light, 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 glow, glow. You're a little glow bug. You see yourself glowing. <laughs> and it goes beyond you. Just how far does it go? Where does it go? That's wonderful. That's very wonderful. So happy for you as you see your light traversing space. I come to a big light out in the universe. Uh, you see, we are part of that big light. That big light is God, and we're part of God. We are in Christ, and Christ is in us. And there ain't no way to do that if we're not in the middle of him. <laughs> okay? If you if you had a, I don't care what it is, maybe let's call it a bucket of water. You got a bucket of water and you drop, I don't care what you drop, but let's say you drop a little thimble, a tiny little thimble that you put on your finger. You drop this little thimble into the bucket of water. Now the thimble is in the water, and the water is in the thimble. <laughs> now, I have to use a, you know, for a metaphor, you need to use something that can hold something, right? And really, truly, our bodies are nothing but containers, right? So that is a true metaphor. All blessings on you as you begin to see yourself filled with this divine light and love and joy and peace and here we are feeling joy and peace and love and light and laughter and goodness and grace and mercy and wonderful things we're just feeling it feeling it feeling it is just rising up and escaping us and you see this is how we're helping our fellow man is we're raising the energy all around us which is raising their energy and they don't even know it <laughs> how wonderful is that you are a blessing. And now, what was that number that you saw? Yeah, that number that we doubled. Okay, let's see that number. Like, however you want to see it. Maybe you see a plane riding it across the sky with the train of its exhaust. <laughs> or, again, the marquee. Uh, the, the scrolling marquee. And you, you are just watching this 
this number go by. This is your magic number. <laughs> you know, the, those feelings that we have because we are in this spacious space of being in God and God in us. We feel this wonderful joy and this peace and we're seeing this number. Yes, yes, yes. You see, now we're not feeling the impossible. Now we're feeling that possibility. We're feeling who God is in us. Oh yes, and he said, I am the God of the impossible. So it's perfect. It's a match. It's we're matching up vibration for vibration. We're just matching vibrations with God's heart and mind. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And it's so powerful, ladies and gentlemen. You're simply agreeing with him. You know, in our world, they tell us all the time, agree with God. Agree, believe God. Believe the word. Believe the word. Believe the word. Have you heard that? Well, then we should ought to try to believe the word. Shall we not? <laughs> and that means not believing for the possible things. It means believing the impossible things. God is the God of the impossible. So... When you find people in your life and they're sick, and I'm saying this to Sue Jones as well, that our belief must be in the God of the impossible. And we must take our emotions and our feelings, and they must be elevated to that place of feeling and being his emotions. Isn't it true that it says that the Holy Spirit the evidence of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, goodness, temperance without such. You see, there's this amazing statements all the way through the Bible that tell us exactly how to feel. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and thanksgiving. Make your requests known to God. God of peace will keep your heart and mind, heart and mind, heart and mind, heart and mind. In Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs> okay. So glad you're seeing it and feeling it. And that impossible thing is possible. It's being turned on. It's bright lit. It's multicolored. It's a, a beacon. And it's beautiful. And it's materialistic. Because, ladies and gentlemen, when we do want to manifest that healing... That healing will come because we've believed to manifest for something very material and something that we don't even see it as virtuous. And yet, if we cannot manifest the smallest thing, which might be a million dollars, but a million dollars, uh, a man's life is worth a lot more than that, eh? And so, if we want to manifest a million dollars and we can't believe for that. How in the heck are you going to really see, visualize, and feel the emotions of having something, the joy of having it, if you cannot do it for something as simple and mundane as money? So this is nothing more than a little exercise. And uh, blessings to you all. Uh, check your bank accounts. <laughs> and... You know, every day, sit down with this. 
sit down with it and let your heart be filled with that feeling of gratitude and gratefulness and joy and peace and love and see, visualize. And if you need to say, I have $18,000 in the bank right now. I have $18,000 in the bank right now. <laughs> well, I know this wasn't the typical kind of meditation that I usually do, but it was on my heart and I just needed to let you know. And I hope that it's helped you and I know it's helped me. So until we meet again.